This week, Jocelyn Chia drops by, and we talk about a strange new body standard in Asia, Madonna grabs a titty, and guest co-host Sandeep Sen joins me as we salute Jim Harbaugh. Welcome to the Fake Outrage Report. Everyone, Phil's here uh, as usual. Jay is actually not with us this week. He is under the weather. So if you have a minute, go on Twitter, send uh, Saint Ajay Raj, that's his Twitter handle, send him a uh, well wish if you all have a minute there. But I did tag team in a guest host, which is super exciting, a good friend of mine, Mr. Sandeep Sen. Hello, welcome everyone. That's right, I've got uh, more than one brown friend. I just tag teamed right. one in for the other. Yeah, we <laughs> subbed we... one brown guy in for the other brown guy. Uh, you could say I sort of outsourced this job a little bit. <laughs> that's uh... Uh, Yeah, and I work for less too. <laughs> <laughs> can work less than free though Ajay work for free and I'm making 10% less so. <laughs> yes we could do an Asian math joke or we could just move on to the next thing so we do want to meet our, our guest host too Any, is there anything you want the people to know about you uh, before I'm, we... I'm uh, doing a show at, a comedy show at Jay Peak in Vermont April 1st to 3rd so come on down okay alright uh, so proceeds go to go to uh, charity for women for battered women <laughs> is this a bit or is no, actually... this is true <laughs> oh okay we've it, done it four years in a row <laughs> okay um, That's awesome. So come in and down for a ski weekend and some uh, and uh, some comedy. Where 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 should people go to see that? It's in it's in Jay Peak. It's a uh, ski resort in Vermont. Okay, so if you like skiing and you like the comedy of Sandeep Sen, That's go right. up to Vermont in May, April. In April first to third. April first third. You're doing okay. And there's three shows or just one? We're doing one show uh, with a dinner a dinner show. Okay. So you get dinner and comedy. Okay. So if you don't like the comedy, you still have dinner. You don't like dinner, you still have the comedy. Yeah. So you're going to like you're going to be satisfied one way or the other. You hear that ladies? Sandeep Sen is going to satisfy you in Vermont. Mm-hmm. Bring in the woods and take care of that. And our actual guest today is uh, Jocelyn Chia, one of my favorites from around the city here. Hello. Jocelyn, we always meet our guests up front here. Is there anything you'd like the universe to know about you before we hop in? So I'm in? at Jocelyn Chia and I'm regularly at Broadway Comedy Club, New York Comedy Club and Greenwich Village Comedy Club. And this Friday, I'll be doing a show in Washington, D.C. at the Beer Baron at 8 p.m. Awesome. So if you're in, we have, this is a very regional show we have this week. We've got Vermont covered, D.C., so you don't need to come to New York to see us over here. This is that, That's a good time for sure. I'm really excited about this week because we have something that sort of vindicated me. When I first uh, wanted to do this show, I kind of was worried that people were going to think that I was crazy for (laughs) wanting to do the show about fake outrage. And once in a while, something happens that vindicates me. And that's what happened this past week. Now, you're familiar with Jim Harbaugh, of course. Yeah. uh, Coach of Michigan. Used to coach the San Francisco 49ers. Also, I'm a Bears fan, and he was a former quarterback of the Bears. That's right. So I've known him for a, a long time. So Jim Harbaugh has unofficially joined the cause here on the show. He mm-hmm. has no idea that we exist, but you know, I'll add him to my list of dream guests. So this is what happened. He, he's the coach, as you said, of the Michigan Wolverines, and he recently brought his team down, his football team. He brought them to Florida to do some spring practice and some team building and that sort of thing and just sort of hang out, enjoy the weather because it's, you know, not Michigan and it's March. And that caused some outrage. Some people were like really upset that he went to Florida with his student athletes, which is a little crazy. So he took his students to Florida and that causes outrage? Yeah, that, that's seriously pretty much the entire thing that happened. And so, but how is that a bad thing? He took him to Florida on spring break. Well, so the, the epicenter of girls gone wild. 
<laughs> yeah. And where else would you want to be if you're a student athlete and you're 19 years old? You know what I mean? Right. Besides Florida. And well, the reason why people were upset about it is that some of the other coaches from the uh, southeast region were mad that he was going to Florida because they're they thought that it was like a move to like bring the brand to Florida and do some recruiting, which I mean, makes sense because in the South they do have some of the best football players, and a big part of college football is recruiting. Okay, but if that was the case, how is that? I mean, well, that's I, what they do. I guess they're front. They go turf, everywhere man. to recruit. They're on his turf. I guess, or on their turf, I should say, is where where he was. So going. Jim Harbaugh, he he came in. He, they're like he came into my state. He flew he flew across state lines. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He 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 went behind enemy lines to do some practicing and recruiting, and we're mad about it. I mean, they're much. aware that there's like airports and that people are coming in. Football players are coming in all the time. Yeah, Florida's not a separate country. I don't really know what the hell they were thinking. And I get. And the other part of the outrage too was that people were saying that. That uh, it cut into the student athlete's free time. That you know, spring break should be time to relax. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> what students are relaxing on? Spring? They're going to Florida on spring. That's yeah, what they're doing. They were going to be there anyway. <laughs> Probably half of them. You might as well let them. And were they playing football in Florida? Well, yeah. So this is what he did. He took his team down to do some light sort of practices and team building and get to know each other. You know, and and of course, an excuse to fly down and warm up for a few days. And people were just mad about it. And he was like, what the fuck? Yeah, and there's a quote here from him in a uh, radio show that he did. And this is this is the part that I feel vindicated from. He, he said, I thought it was fake outrage. I thought it wasn't really real. The moral high ground of the sanctity of spring break, and that's what people choose to use as their moral stance. I thought it was fake, unquote. So that, I just want to give a, a, or we want to give a shout out to Jim Harbaugh and a big fake outrage report salute to him for actually using the words fake outrage on the news yeah he d- and he that was that was funny how he like made fun of the moral sanctity of spring break in that two sentences yeah he pretty much described why this is complete bullshit there we go so this one is this is a quick judgment this is an easy one fake outrage slam dunk we actually have a rare opportunity today to go three for three with fake outrage so i'm hoping we can Maybe we haven't done it yet in uh, however many episodes we've done. We're we're close, and I'm very excited about this. And so on to the next thing here. Well, wait a minute, wait. A minute. Oh, Jocelyn, okay. First, Jocelyn didn't vote. I didn't vote officially. Okay, all right. Well, you have but, been uh, listening to the there, show. Is there is there another fucking guest host coming in here and like? <laughs> yeah. This is total <laughs> fake outrage. But but Jocelyn, what do you think as far as? I don't. I don't even know what the. I don't know what the other side is here exactly. There is no other side. He just. He just brought his students down, and people are apparently mad about it. it Who was outraged? I told you the, the other coaches from the region, right. and okay. I guess just people. <laughs> yeah, this. It's a really weird thing to be mad about. Maybe it's a bunch of Florida retirees who have nothing better to do but oh, get yeah. outraged about stupid shit. Like they this. literally wanted him to get off their lawn. <laughs> 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 yeah, maybe. I mean, I used to live in Florida, and it, it is kind of like that. It's a slow culture. Like, if anything abnormal happens in the town you're in, it freaks everyone out for like a month and a half. So yeah, it, it, it like is it. definitely uh, – you ever live in Florida? Or I've been, been to Florida on spring break. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, see? You were the, you were the target market for uh, target to meet market. the football players and hang out. I would have had fun. Oh, uh, yeah. So I'm going fake in this one. Fake. I think fake is pretty easy. This is a – Fake. Pretty okay. Three for three. Okay, as predicted. As predicted, and now we can do the real stories because that one I kind of just wanted to plow through quickly and uh, talk about the real stuff. This next one here, 
This one comes from China, and this is one of the more bizarre things we've covered here on the show. It's a trend specifically with women in China right now, and this is what's been going on. Women on the social networking site Weibo, or Weibo, I don't know how to pronounce that. It's spelled Weibo? It's, are you on it? No. Okay, well, it's spelled W-E-I-B-O. I don't know what the correct <laughs> pronunciation is. Have, have we established that Jocelyn's of Chinese descent? We have not established we have it. Not, oh, well, let, let's descent. do that right now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably infor- important information That is probably, yeah, I shouldn't be throwing questions around like that Because people can't actually see us um, Yeah, are you, are you of Chinese descent? or I am of Chinese descent Okay, okay, because I didn't Is that the proper way to ask that? Because I didn't just want to be like, what kind of Asian are you? That? That's actually the most proper way I've ever been asked that. Are you of Chinese descent, ma'am? That's pretty freaking polite, Phil Thank you for asking me in such a gentlemanly fashion Well done, your, the, 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 your experience on the fake outrage report is, has... Has honed you. Has honed your social yeah, skills. Yeah, you're very PC. I don't want to create more outrage <laughs> on my own fucking show. It, it is convenient that we have someone of that descent here because it's, uh, I guess, has to do with people from that part of the world. Uh, so women on the social networking site Weibo, I'm just going <laughs> to pronounce it Weibo. I hope it's pronounced that way. Probably Weibo. You think so? Weibo. Weibo? Weibo. Weibo. Am I fucking Weibo. that up? Weibo. Which is their version of Twitter because like, in China, they like don't want other foreign social networks in there it's weird Correct, yeah yeah I they want to control the internet mm-hmm. there so that's their twitter and girls are posting selfies while holding up pieces of printer paper to show that they're skinnier than a piece of paper Shut have you heard about up. this no this I'm is a not. real fucking thing wow yeah i don't even know <laughs> so who's outraged <laughs> Well, it's the usual the, paper. the fast food industry's outreach. It's yeah, it's the usual suspects. It's you know the the feminists type mm-hmm. of blogs and the women's groups and everything. And generally, I do side with them on most things because you know women have it tough. But uh, if sexism happens in China, it's not real, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Kill them all. Yeah. So basically, what's been happening is these people have been uh, holding up <laughs> uh, pieces of printer paper like regular. Sort of uh, lengthwise, like vertically. You're talking about just a regular piece of paper. Yeah, just a piece of paper. To show that they're not as uh, wide as the piece of paper. Now, are they are they turning it on its side? Is it portrait or landscape? Uh, portrait, which is the regular way, right? Is portrait? They will the the the. So it's the it's the narrower side is what they have to yes. make narrower. Yes, than. the yes. one that's zero point zero 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 one of an inch. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! No, no, no. We, no. Okay, by that standard, the second skinniest part of the paper, like when you hold up a paper normally. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like the way you type a letter, just like the where the letter would be typed on that right, surface. Right. Okay. And so they're, yeah, they're holding a portrait. Yeah, they want they're trying to be skinnier than a portrait, which is really just a bizarre thing to even bizarre thing. ask to be aimed for. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and but why? that's not an accomplishment in China, is it? I mean, that's like you know, that's a compliment here. <laughs> right. I mean, everyone's so skinny there anyway. Yeah, everyone's skinny in China. You can't. They yeah. should do. They should do the uh, point zero zero one. Do the that's the, no, that that would be an accomplishment right there. Yeah. Let's let's. Post me on Weibo with the 0.0001 inch side of the paper. <laughs> do, do you have a Weibo account? I don't, but I'm going to get one now. Okay. Actually, can you even access Weibo from this country with, or they block you? Like, oh, that's how? a good question. Is there a reverse blocking? Mm. Do you have any friends in China right now? I do. My cousin's there. Uh, we'll ask him about Weibo and ask him how big of a thing this Because apparently if we're hearing about it here, it's probably pretty big. Yeah. You know, he's not active on his Twitter, so he's probably active on Weibo. Probably on it? Weibo. Yeah. Well, it's probably <laughs> the biggest Twitter in the world. 
You know, yeah. anything that is in anything China is China. bigger, bigger than, than the world. That's here, almost. And but I think that this is going to be one of those. Okay, things. so but how do you know that feminist groups? Who who like how does this? Because I read a bunch. Yeah, does China yeah, does have feminist groups? How does this come up as a story? Who? How many people have to be outraged before it becomes <laughs> a story on the These fake outrage report? These things, like I, I scour the internet, and Ajay scours the internet, and we look around to see, you know, on the Twitter and the Googles and all the internets, and we see what people are mad about. So it's one of those things where as soon as the right people get a hold of it, mm-hmm. and a few articles and blogs pop up, it comes up. Were people concerned that it's it's spreading to America? No, I think the concern is just it's it's one of the t- or the American uh, ideal, you know, the uh, American judging judging of the female body and making females feel. Um, well, they're even harsher. They're even harsher in that part of the world, though, from what I understand. Skinniness standards are way harsher in Asia. Yeah, like I'm I'm fat in Asia and I'm a four in America, and I go back and they're like, "Whoa, Justin, better cut some calories, get a little hefty oh, there." Okay. You're yeah. doing size four. I'm a like, size four in US. Okay, because if you're saying like I'm a four, that's ooh, if you like you're rating yourself. Oh, oh, I'm rating. Really, yeah, I'm like <laughs> I'm a like... good six, I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right. She gave herself. I have more self-esteem more. than that. I'm like a six, six point five when I cut carbs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're size four here, size and in Asia, here. Asia, I'm an extra large. You're an extra large. Are you seriously an extra <laughs> I'm large? Extra large. You can see some of my clothes in my closet. Whoa, they're that's recording incredible. this in my apartment okay, right now. Okay, people can't see Jocelyn. She's she's skinny. <laughs> that, this is weird. That's weird. Yeah, because you're American. Yeah, yeah. I, I have extra large in in Asia. It's very depressing when I shop for clothes back in Asia. <laughs> I'm, like, right, I'm just gonna not shop. I'm gonna wait till I get back to America where I'm an extra small. I've seen fat Asians. What size are they in Asia? Oh, they just have to shop in America. <laughs> <laughs> those are the ones they deported, actually. They like, deported we here, yeah. You're too fat for our country. Now, All those girls giving you happy endings, they're like <laughs> extra large. Is there a version of like Walmart in China that fat people shop at? Because that's mm. like a stereotype out in the sticks that people... Yeah, I never saw a fat people store when I lived in Shanghai before and I've been to Beijing. I've not seen a fat person store. <laughs> okay, all right. I've just... Maybe they take two shirts and rip them apart and sew them. Maybe back they have to make sew their own clothes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> husky <laughs> kind of sounds like a Chinese word too. They you probably have some husky genes in China. Husky? I feel like that could sound like a Chinese word. It's a slang term for like uh, somebody who's sort of fat. No, it's but a not brand really. of jeans for <laughs> fat people. Though. Oh, it's all oh, 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 isn't there? Isn't that a brand of jeans? Husky. <laughs> I, I think feel like so. there'd be a Chinese equivalent called husky. <laughs> oh Jesus! I've never seen. I haven't really seen a fat person in China, but I read that there's an epidemic of fat kids in China. Ah, and it's always see, boys. Yeah, because we got KFC over there. We got video we got games. Video there. games, right? That's video the stereotype. Games. Maybe and the parents spoil the boys. They're a little harsher on girls because they're still a if they, if they, they let them boys. live. Then they let them then live. They're harsher yeah. on them. Yeah, I heard that's anyway. Back to the uh, topic. We already hand. let you live. Now you don't get to eat. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you just happy you're alive. Yeah, just do our housework now. That's right. Now find a man and get me that dowry. Right? <laughs> Is that the word? Okay. Anyway, <laughs> do they have dowries in China? Yes, they have dowries in China. I just thought that was an nailed Indian it. Thing. How about my cultural wow. understanding? <laughs> slash luck. <laughs> you're totally winging slash it. Slash luck. Yeah, there we go. Um, so I think I think they have dowries in China. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm thinking of your culture, Sandeep. I know they have dowries in India. Or That's at, for at sure, least like, yeah. And it, certainly, like, not, it's, it's getting less now, but, like, oh. in my parents' time and... Oh, I, I, have a, I have a Chinese person and an Indian person racially stereotyping each other. <laughs> right. 
this is awesome. Yeah. I'm just going to sit back and watch. As far as the printer paper phenomenon that's happening in China goes, I think this is going to be one of those things that goes the way of like, you know, Tebowing and planking and like the ice bucket challenge. And like, it's a trendy thing online, but it's going to go away. It's not going to last forever. No. Yeah, it's one of those stupid little online They'll things. They'll start putting um, pictures of them and their iPhone down. That's a better thing to aspire to be skinnier than. <laughs> Which one, the plus or the regular? No. <laughs> Let's start yeah. with the plus. Go and down to the regular. And this, this whole this whole outrage, because there is a little bit of outrage here, it does speak to the larger issue at hand, which is something that we constantly are debating about and battling about, which is the whole issue of women's bodies and self-esteem and body shaming and all that sort of thing that always, for some reason, gets debated on this and many other shows. And the thing is, is that it's up to the individual people, though, to what how they're going to uh, hold, like, the standards you hold yourself to. Like, you're only hurting yourself when you aspire to be skinnier than an inanimate object of some sort. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, yes, yeah, society can give you all the messages you want on how you should look and be. But yes, it is your own self-image and self-talk that determines how you feel about yourself. But I do feel like especially when you're younger and your self-esteem isn't as developed, it is very hard to avoid being told and, and really taking in the external standards as your own internal standards as well and feeling bad about yourself if you don't meet it. I suffered from it for about 20 years. Yeah, I'm, I'm still working out some of my <laughs> high school issues, so <laughs> I definitely know where you're coming from on that one for sure. This is a tough one. I, I think this is not that clear-cut. I, I think, so I, I'm a psychiatrist as well. I don't know if we talked about this no, Oh yeah, uh, We should have done that in the very beginning. <laughs> Sandeep has a doctorate, so he's a true brown guy. I, it's like, but I think the whole thing in psychiatry and psychology is that you have to, um, like, like the world is going to throw stuff at you and you have to be confident in yourself mm -hmm. and you can't, I mean, you don't want to start blaming the way other people act yeah. uh, as far as making you feel right. because there's always going to be people that are going to be making you feel bad about yourself if you let it or, you know, do things that mm -hmm. you can interpret badly. The whole thing in psychiatry and psychology is to work on yourself so that you're not uh, affected by it. Yeah. On the other hand, just like Jocelyn said, when people are growing up, when they're when they're children and, you know, when they're getting you can't they're not they're not that mature. Yeah. And yes, we have to know that there is no objective standard of beauty. When I was younger and I was told I was fat and I was a U.S. size four. <laughs> yeah. And then I look at Renaissance paintings and those fat as fuck women were considered <laughs> beautiful. I was like, what? Yeah. Why can't I be in a Renaissance world right now? I'd be gorgeous. But they were white. Did they have Renaissance Chinese painting? No, they did not. But you know what? OK, like, so young Kuei Actually, there was a Chinese emperor who was obsessed with this concubine called Yang Guifei, and she was fat as shit. Yeah. But he loved her <laughs> boobs. Like, her boobs were so big because she was fat. Yeah, because he, <laughs> he was in China, like, no one had any boobs, right? He exactly. Like, so this He's like, yeah, Yang Geswag. <laughs> you and your fat you. titties, come over and do me yeah. now. Yang Geswag. Yang Geswag. Well, different... Uh, Standards of beauty apply to different time periods and different regions. Like in the Renaissance era, and I, I, from what I understand, if I remember history class, uh, being fat was a status symbol. Exactly. It said that I didn't have to go outside and do manual labor. I had enough money. To, I have enough, you know, resources to sit around and eat. Right. Whereas now, if you are skinny, it means you have the resources to work out, join a gym. Exactly. You can afford more than fast food. You can afford to eat healthy and organic. It's the same with why in and cocaine. <laughs> and cocaine is the same reason why in Asia we like to be fair, whereas in America you like to be tan. So in the past, 
fairness was a sign that you didn't have to go out into the fields to work. But now when you're 10, it means you can go out and, and play sports, play tennis, go skiing. And so you, you actually value being 10 here. But in Asia, we still have the whole, oh, if you're 10, it means you're like a field laborer and have no. to be 10. We still have that stigma against girls mm. who are pretty dark. Oh, that's interesting. So we have whitening essences. Yeah, and dark skin is definitely uh, pretty highly valued. Last week, we actually did a story about the black skin spray tan, which was pretty hilarious. Because mm. uh, that's a thing now. There's like spray tan that you can get that make you actually look black. Really? Not tan, oh. but like black. It was just a matter of time. Yeah, it was pretty much just a matter of time with that one. For sure. <laughs> it was, so they just extended blackface to the whole body now. <laughs> Yeah, the whole, whole maybe not the whole body. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, wherever you want it, wherever you want it, wherever, wherever you want to look be. black, huh? <laughs> so do people just spray their dicks then? <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine if you're going to commit to the bit, Sandeep, then <laughs> you got to go fully, yeah. fully in. The printer paper thing is, I would say it's definitely a byproduct of some of the societal pressures that are go on in many regions, but I guess specifically that one. Because would you say that in China there is pressure to be super, super skinny? So people are holding themselves to these standards that are... Yeah, the standard is pretty crazy. First of all, because the women there, or the people there are already naturally skinny. I mean, they're already so skinny. I don't even know yeah. why they want to be any skinnier. But then there are people like myself who is a little curvier than the norm. I'm a 4 US, whereas my friends are 0 or minus 2. Uh, so That's the a size? <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Oh, oh I thought... <laughs> I couldn't tell if you were joking or not. I was, <laughs> like, I was joking. Crap, <laughs> oh, but wait, aren't there? Aren't there? I mean, men are still men. Aren't there men that like boobs? They are. Yeah. And don't they flock to you, Jocelyn, when you go in China? <laughs> are you like, yeah, yeah? Are you? Oh, that's a weird personal question. Or, yeah, are you a fetish when you go back to China? Right. That's I, a weird thing yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm <laughs> I love going back to India because I could actually. Be, I'm like a. I'm a scrawny Indian kid here. When I go back to like my my village. In India, it, it, it's You're like I, this big Hulk in the Hulk. I could of a be guy. a bouncer. I'm literally, I could be a bouncer <laughs> at that place. It's amazing. I see over everyone. It's incredible. Yeah, I know. Get this. An ex boyfriend of mine who is Chinese was like, dude, girl, you got like a J Lo booty. That's right. <laughs> My Chinese ass is like a J Lo booty in China. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you will be so popular in China, by the way, just by being a white guy. Just walk down the street, you have like 10 girls hitting on you. Oh, my God. White guy. Can I spend like a year or two there to get my self-esteem up for a while? For totally. A while? And you just stay there. Just stay. I see the things. I'm not really into that, though. I'm not into the Asian women. That's, oh, you're not into us? I'm not against it. I How just, come you're I, not into it? I know so many people are into it. That's the thing. Every white friend that I have is like, Asian chick? Oh, my God, where? And they're like, I already <laughs> get a half chub, but you just say the words Asian chick. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I'm not. No, it's just not my thing. And I'm not against it. Why are white guys so into Asian girls? Do you know? You know, I can't speak for uh, the whole race, but I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're the only one here. So you're the you're only gonna one have to here. Represent. You have to represent. I'm the ambassador. Um, see, I'm personally not, but I, I think some of it has to do with the fact that it's just dudes like the stereotype of like the attitude, like the submissive attitude. Like, mm. oh, ha, 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 ha. Like the, you know, me, master, you know, you, my master, we serve, you know, that ah. kind of thing. The whole submi submissive, and I, I think... I honestly couldn't tell you. I need to find... Well, your whole race is probably so pissed off I right need now. To book, <laughs> I need to book somebody on this show who has an actual Asian fetish so I can get the question <laughs> answered. But I think it has something to do with that. I think people like exotic things too, you know? If you're just if you're surrounded by white people, you like a little... 
you know, like yeah. a little color. Well, I think too with my like generation too specifically, there, there's an influence from video games because a lot of the video games <laughs> that people grew up playing were <laughs> made in Japan, <laughs> and so we grew up with like these weird set of women on screen that have that sort of set of standards as well. So, but I, they were aggressive, right? The video game agents were like kicking and. Shooting stuff. Yeah, but they were still hot chicks, though. <laughs> they were hot, chicks. hot pixelated chicks. <laughs> you know? So maybe it has something to do with that. I'm not really 100%. I can't answer that question, you know? But I tried. <laughs> and we will Good go. attempt. Yeah, that's, uh, that was a swing and a miss, I think, on that one. Back to the uh, printer paper thing. In that part of the world, too, like it's there's so much pressure to look good that plastic surgery is also a, a very common thing from what I understand. It's very common in Korea. That's the number one mm-hmm. plastic surgery country Not as much in, in China. Asia. What do they do? They do themselves? that. So they always want to look like these Korean actresses that are really popular right now. So all the girls in Korea end up going to the same few plastic surgeons as to look like the same few actresses. And so these Korean women all end up looking the same. They usually get a double eyelid cut. They already look the same. <laughs> oh, thank you, Sandeep. <laughs> <laughs> I want to look more the same. They look the same? We look the same. We want to look more the now same. Now they look the same, but better. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so what are, they, what, what are the procedures? So it's that? usually the eyes. They make their eyes bigger. They cut their eyes and make it bigger, and they make their nose more shaped. Okay. Those are the typical procedures done. Any boobs? Any boob job? <laughs> I don't know about that one. You know, I think they're pretty big on faces. Like, like you say, because the emphasis is on being so skinny. Mm-hmm. It's not. I don't think boob jobs are as popular. Definitely not butt fillers, but definitely the face. They're really big on having a nice, mm. pretty face. By the way, just for uh, the record, the person that said they all look the same was the brown guy in the room, <laughs> not, not the, the white, white guy. guy. That's right. No angry tweets, please. <laughs> I was reading a study that said that Asians actually do look more alike than than uh, other races when they actually studied faces. Keep you digging. know, I was on a date with this guy, and the last girl he dated was an Asian girl whom I also knew. And so I had to ask, you know, do you only date Asian girls? And he's like, no, I don't. Just you're only the second one. Probably a lie. And he was trying to say that you are prettier than the <laughs> last Asian girl I dated. And I'm like, I don't think you can tell the difference. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> it, so the plastic surgery is specifically a Korean thing? Not it's not as much- specifically, but it's more popular in Korea. It's like your 18th birthday, you get a gift of a new yeah, nose. Yeah, I heard about know? that. I heard yeah, that. Totally. I've heard stories of, of women, like for high school graduation, you're 16, yeah. 17. Like, what do you want? Oh, I want a nose job. Exactly. That, could you imagine if someone did that in this country? It'd make but I heard that's the, the same the in Jewish news. culture. I heard that Jewish girls get a nose job for their whatever, bar mitzvah or something. Is, have you heard of this? Bad mitzvah. Um, bad that, mitzvah. That's a female one, right? The bad mitzvah. I'm not Jewish. I don't know, actually. I have to... A lot of questions are going to go unanswered this week, I think. That's right. That's <laughs> we ask more questions the, the than we give answers The theme of the show is questions that, that answers that don't make sense to good <laughs> questions. <laughs> I think so far that's coming up. It's, it's questions about people's cultures of no one that no one is represented here. Welcome to the Ignorance Report podcast. <laughs> the outrage is fake, but the ignorance is real. I think that the outrage with the printer paper thing, I'm going to go fake in this one. Not because I'm not in favor of people feeling good about themselves and not that it's not part of the bigger blanket issue, which is self-esteem issues with women and such. But I just think that this specific instance is one of those things that's going to go away. Like I said, it's going to be gone in two weeks. I feel like most outrage is over in a few weeks. Exactly. (laughs) That's the theme of the show, actually. It's trying to point out what has legs and what's going to last and what's not. And while the battle for women will sadly never end, apparently, because we do so many topics on this show, I think that this specific one is going to be gone in a week or two. So I'm, I'm going to go fake on this one. 
Yeah, when it when it gets to the level of three by five note card, then I'll join with the real outrage. <laughs> or the iPhone four. All right. So last issue we have here. Wait, Jocelyn didn't vote. Is the standard outrage that's going to last and have some kind of longevity, or is the standard genuine outrage in the moment? The standard generally is when people are upset. Is it them saying they're upset so they can look cool? Or mm. is it things that are worth being really oh, okay. upset about? Okay, all right. My intuitive sense is that this is just an upset to look cool, get yourself in the game. Mm-hmm. Because this is really something so silly. These girls want to tweet themselves next to whatever paper, iPhone, telephone, kettle. <laughs> you know, if it's Asia having asking about itself, people in China, that's one thing. But if white people are now paying attention to Asian Twitter... And getting on their hires, just fake outrage. Yeah, are you the only white person paying attention to this in this entire country? I might be. I don't know. <laughs> no, this is a this was a story from in America, right? Well, no, the, the story, the the trend is happening in China, right? But, but the then story, all the all the the white girl blogs hopped on. Oh. Right. If this is so, white people. Yeah. Going now in Asia. Yeah, and, they're yeah. being offended on behalf of other people because you know they're empathetic or whatever. Right. They're just trying to look cool. So I'm going fake on this one. Looks like everyone's in agreement. Yeah, I think I'm going to yeah, do fake, too. We're fake. unanimous on this one. All right, so we're about to make history, you guys. We're about to go hopefully three for three here on the fake outrage report. Last topic of the day, Madonna. We, you guys heard about this this week, right? I, I did. Okay, you did. So Madonna, Jocelyn's looking at me very confused. So no, I know what, the tit one. So this, this is what happened is on March 17th, a few weeks ago, she was doing a show in Brisbane, Australia, and she invited a fan on stage which is a cool thing to do at a concert. Mm-hmm. And in between songs, she was just sort of screwing around. And she's like, she actually said on stage, she goes, this is the kind of girl that you want to slap on the ass and pull. And she accidentally pulled the girl's corset halfway down and oh. exposed her left breast oh, to the wow. universe. Okay. And that caused some outrage for a few reasons. One, because you know, you're exposing another stranger. Yeah, the second part is because she was 17 years old. Oh my God. Mm. Wait, yeah. here's a point of question. What was her tit size? <laughs> uh, well, the girl actually—it's funny you ask that. She's a model, so I imagine pretty small. Oh, okay. We're talking like a large B at best, I would say. Mm. Uh, her name is Josephine Georgiou, and this one—I well, think—this just helps her career, then. <laughs> that, yeah, that, that's that's a really good, uh, really good point, actually. And I, I think that this well, wait, one. Uh, how did hmm? Josephine Georgiou feel about the titgate? I was just getting to that. <laughs> this is uh, a quote from Miss Georgiou the next day. She said, Only I get to decide if I'm humiliated or not. Why would people assume I'm humiliated by my own breast, nipple, or body? I didn't realize my boob was such a big deal. It was nothing to me. Unquote. So she had a good time. And if you saw the video, it's not like she was like offended or started crying. She just, just rolled with it. She did like the fake like palm over the mouth. <laughs> she did the fake palm over you the mouth. Act like she was shocked. Right. She was just having a good time. I mean, she was on a stage at a Madonna concert. Yeah, like, come on. Yeah, she I'd expose both tits to be on a stage at Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do, Sandy, if you were on stage at <laughs> a Madonna concert? I'd expose my tits. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> Maximum breast exposure here <laughs> on the fake outrage report. In spite of the woman not being mad at all and having a great time with it, that didn't stop people from writing about it and mm. making the world. And this one yeah, actually. Of course. Why should her feelings matter? 
Yeah. Why should her own opinion about her own body matter? I don't know. It's ridiculous, right? She can't determine whether she should be outraged. We need to determine whether she should be outraged. Yeah, that's right. You need the social justice warriors on this one. You need them to tell you on Twitter that you should be mad about that. And that's that's where this one's a little bit ridiculous. Which is kind of like how maybe it's from the olden times where men felt more protective of women and had to protect our modesty. Maybe it's a remnant of that. Is it men getting outraged or is it women getting outraged at this? It's a combination of both, I think. But I think this is mostly one of those ones with, again, it's it's the, the women's rights, sort of the feminist bog angle. Mm. And I think... But it was an accident. If it, was it, w- it was an accident. And I also think that they feel like she's a scab, that she just walked through like a union picket line for saying something like this. You know what I mean? Like, oh, come on. You're supposed to be mad. Be mad oh, with us I now. Yeah. You know, be upset. And they're totally, she's not on board. She's just like, yeah, it was a great time. Yeah, good for her. Yeah, she said in the same interview that it was the best moment of her life. Wow. I mean, look, if Girls Gone Wild can be flashing their boobs in New Orleans for Mardi Gras, why wouldn't, why would it be hard to believe that a woman wouldn't mind flashing one tit on a Madonna concert as revealed by Madonna? It doesn't seem like it'll be anything. How many people can top that story? Yeah, I mean seriously, how many people can say they had Madonna whip their tit out for him? Yeah, in an exactly. Arena? I think her quote said it best, yeah. where she's like, "It's it's my decision whether to be." Yeah, and if you saw the video too, they both had a good time with it, and Madonna was apologetic. She was like, she was like, "Oh shit!" Like when it happened, it was definitely not like a planned thing. She wasn't trying to humiliate anybody, and then. Uh, this is what she did. She actually bought this girl a plane ticket and gave her VIP passes to her next show for her wow. and her mom. So she flew her out to the next concert. Is she going like to come a, out on stage the next concert too? I suppose the other, yeah. <laughs> I it's suppose the other both this time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so, I mean, the girl was not mad about it at all. The mom didn't seem that upset. So the outrage here is purely from people who don't have a right to have an opinion on this. Right, exactly. In the law, and I'm a former lawyer, like a little fun fact, how Sandeep is a psychiatrist, is what we would say, you people have no standing. You were not injured by this happening. So you have no standing to come before a judge to complain about it because you were not hurt. That's right, you guys. The legal <laughs> the legal standpoint on this outrage is <laughs> shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You guys got a psychiatrist and legal standpoint in this podcast. You got really more than your money's worth. Yeah, this is a, <laughs> by far the most educated episode <laughs> we've had here on the Fake Outrage Report. And also, it's another question too, which is, and it has to do with general outrage, is this is this where we're at as a world where in Brisbane, Australia, one boob, one boob can come out and we have to hear about it in New York on the news. <laughs> Don't we have better things to hear about? It's fucking unbelievable that, that this caused worldwide international outrage. Are you serious? This was worldwide international outrage? Wow. Yeah, and th- this one came up on like multiple. So this one was on the Facebook trends the other day. It was Why? on Twitter. This was a, like a, one of the bigger ones. I think it's probably because it was Madonna. Madonna's an yeah. international well, star. It's a, no, it's clickbait. You have Madonna and boob in the same, uh, that's true. In mm. same headline. That's just people are going to click on that. Oh, I wish Jay were here because he, he does. he's a journalist and he fucking hates that that's what journalism is starting to come to uh, is this bullshit clickbait. I'd love to hear his. Uh, yeah, do you think do you think people are actually outraged or just like they're clicking on it and some people so the four people are outraged just get more publicity from it. People are definitely outraged because I read a few stories about it and there was this one woman who was trying to say it was the most strange argument about this. She said that you know what if it were a male star that did that. There'd be more outrage, which is true, but yeah, like, but it wasn't. Yeah, a it wasn't, and b what you said before, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> it's you don't have a what is it standing? Standing. Yeah, yeah, you don't have a standing. You're just you just are trying to write something. Well, anyone can change the you know. What if Madonna made her all naked? But that didn't happen, you know. Yeah. What if Madonna started jamming the microphone <laughs> into her vagina? But it didn't happen. 
<laughs> a male didn't. Yeah, it would yeah, be worse. You can worse adjust if a male whatever did variables it. you want to adjust the outrage. I do right. suppose. So yeah, that, there were definitely a, uh, a lot of people who were upset about it and saying like Madonna's being unprofessional. They were upset all this stuff. because of the hypotheticals that in their mind that could have happened. Yeah, exactly. But well, it, what if it wasn't Madonna? What if <laughs> yeah. ISIS exposed her boob? Then <laughs> wouldn't we be angry? What if ISIS had a concert in Brisbane, Australia? Why are people going to the ISIS? Why are people selling out the ISIS concert? You know, it might not make as much of a news story as one singular boob, though. And that's the, thing, <laughs> that's the point I'm trying to make with this one. The boob heard around the world. Yeah. So what really happened, though, is that a 17-year-old girl and her mom went to a show, had a fucking awesome time, and then got free tickets to another show. That's what actually happened, Surface Lair. But yet people are, supposed, are trying to make more people pissed off about this. And so that's why I'm I'm going fake outrage in this one. Yeah, for sure. Totally fake. Oh, no definitely fake. This is a slam dunk. All fake. right, fake, fake outrage. Oh, we had three fakes in a row. Three fake. Yeah, that hasn't happened. This is the first time this happened. Really? It's your yeah. first time. How long has this podcast been going on for? Uh, I think this is like this is only like the tenth or eleventh episode. So okay. we're, we're we're two three months in now, cool. and uh, there's you know the chances are one out of eight uh, in general that it could happen. <sighs> fucking fake out. Fucking Indian people and their statistics. <laughs> I know, freaking Indian fucking, people. And your that's statistics. right. We got you got the Asians on. We're gonna do some math here. Jocelyn pointed out volume earlier. I pointed out what? Volume as opposed to area for the paper. Oh, that's right. I did do that. <laughs> and so I think we're going to we're gonna wrap it up right about there. Before we go, we always give our guests the opportunity. Is there anything you're outraged about? You know, a friend and I were just talking about this. I'm really pissed off when guys have sex with a girl and then not call them back again. Is that something I can say on this podcast? It's like, it really yeah, pisses, it's so want. impolite. How can you like fuck a girl and then not call her back? That makes no sense. Now, a, a text still counts though, right? Oh, text is okay, yeah. Anything, any type of communication. Any type of communication, cool. yeah. But you don't just pump and dump. You know what's funny? I had I had a girl do that to me. Really? A few months oh, okay. ago. Yeah, I had a no. I, I, this is I had a fucking girl wake up. Well, not wake up. I woke up and the girl was gone. It was <laughs> fucking gone. Like it was. Yeah, it was kind of weird. So I, I relate to the pain a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of rude. Because the thing is, like, even like guys don't want to admit it, but like, dude, you do kind of have to like somebody on some level to sleep with them, exactly. especially if you just met them forty five minutes ago. Hmm. Uh, you know, you have like to. Like a one night stand, I can understand, but the kind of guys who like date a girl for like, I don't know three days, five days, even a few months, but after they hit it and they quit it, I'm like, dude. You see, and I agree with that because the thing is, like, it just shows how much of a dick you are because your intentions the whole time was just to do your time to like get some. exactly. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, some guys claim they claim that. That they didn't know until they actually fucked the girl that they didn't actually want to hang out with her anymore. I'm like, really? Like all the I've had that happen to me actually. It did. I or see that you get with a, yeah, you get with somebody and you're like, I don't really want to fucking date this person. That's really. But did you really need to like be in her before you knew that? Of course. What kind of, <laughs> what kind of a question is that? I think some of that too is the psychology of like the hunt and all that, and like yeah. the like some of that. But yeah, that, that's actually a very legit thing to be outraged. It's about. a legit thing to be yeah. outraged. It fucking pisses the shit out of me. Yeah, no, and it happened to me. It's it happened to me a few times where like I actually like a girl and and I sleep with her a little early, and then she just doesn't want to hang out again. Yeah. All right. Well, so, I'm glad to know it happens on your end too. So I'm not. Thing. It sucks. <laughs> it, it does sucks suck. On this I'm glad it's not just girls that experience this. Is what I'm saying. It's like a universal thing. Everyone's an asshole, not just men or women. Everyone's becoming assholes. Yeah. Equality, you know. All women right. Yeah. I'm outraged that it happens to men too then. I'm outraged that it happens to women. I'm outraged that it happens to men. But a little less outraged that it happens to men. She, you do look pretty upset about these. You're not about to start naming names on this podcast, are you? That's <laughs> 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 so in conclusion, we went three for three today with fake outrage. And Jocelyn Chia is angry at a couple of, <laughs> <laughs> couple of men. You can follow her online at Jocelyn Chia. 
at Jocelyn Chia. Is that on Twitter? On Twitter, yeah. Okay, and go check her out at the, what was it again? I'm at the Beer Baron this Friday at Washington, D.C. And next Friday, I'll be at New York Comedy Club, 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. There we go. Go check. And Sandeep, who I care much less about, or <laughs> anything you need the world to know before we go? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, uh, Sandeep Send Comic, and come out to J Peak on April 1st to 3rd. And as always, you can drop us a line at thefakeoutragereport at gmail.com or the fake outrage rept on Twitter. And if you get a chance, again, uh, tell Ajay you hope he feels better because he's sick. Guys, thank you for listening. We love you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for having me.